we had a fake snow day. Right. I, I guess you could call it a fake snow day. On Tuesday, <laughs> everybody, everything shut down. For what reason, I don't know. A couple flurries. Right, a couple flurries. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not even sure why we closed. But I spent my fake snow day watching two documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> and they were both the Fire Festival documentaries. Yes. On um, Hulu and on Netflix. And yes. The whole thing was just wild. Okay. First of all, which one did you like better? Because I still haven't seen the Hulu one. Um, I liked them. I liked them for different reasons. So okay, okay. I liked the Netflix one because it showed the perspective of the Islanders, right, right, um, and how they were really affected. But it almost seemed like it was glorifying, in a way, the scammer. Mm-hmm. But on the Hulu one, they just cut straight to the chase. They're like, "This guy's scamming people out of their yeah. money. He's a criminal. Like, yeah. there's no way around it. There's no way to really paint." what he did is okay or admirable or okay so you get a holistic view with both of them right in a way all right for for our listeners who haven't seen this yet the fire festival and we're both laughing because it's so (laughs) ridiculous that like you just can't help but to laugh basically it was this white guy who you know he had a couple business ventures blah 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 he teams up with ja rule to start this festival out of nowhere he wants it to be on like a coachella level in like its first year and he's basically promising this vip one-of-a-kind experience (laughs) like you're staying in these lovely like mansion type villas like you're getting a private chef cooking for you all that stuff Tickets were extraordinarily expensive. They went up expensive. to one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and people literally yes, paid and people that. were buying them. So that's now, like dumb on, on your part. But anyway, so when the people get there, like nothing's done. They were staying tents. in like hotel or not hotel the hurricane. Tents. Yes, hurricane, hurricane tents. They had like cheese bread and salad for their <laughs> meals. For meal. like, it's just so funny and. It's funny it's because funny, but it's not. Yeah, like it's funny because the guy like he gets what he, you know, desires and everything. And it's just like how ridiculous is that? But it's also sad because it was in the Bahamas and, you know, it was all these Bahamian families who were, you know, working super long hours and expecting like this big paycheck Between or whatever. 12 and 24 hours. Yeah, and like they in literally the didn't get anything. So it was it's it's a very roller coaster mix of emotions. It was wild. Y'all gotta watch but it. But you have to watch it because it really just shows like how powerful social media has we, become. That part, like, yeah. This all started from social media influencers yes. posting an orange yes. square, and then Literally. it just started trending. It was all based off of hearsay. Oh yeah, yeah. And people are just blowing bank trying to get to this thing because trying they to get feel to this like festival that doesn't even yeah exist. like oh these celebrities are going so i'm going celebrities and quotes y'all can't see me but i'm quoting like so yeah watch the the documentary it's hilarious and also sad um i'm gonna watch the hulu one so i can get a more holistic view like jackie but yeah um that's a great way it, to spend it was, it was. That's a great way to spend the snow day. These people spending all this money and they don't even know, like... Yes. My guy. Yes. My guy, you just dropped $125,000 and you don't even... I don't even feel bad for you. Like, you should have known better, So Valentine's Day is next week, and we want to honor and uplift and discuss all types of love, black love specifically. And you already know, I'm Jackie. And I'm Shani. And we are so excited today because we have our first guest on the Mocha Message. She's a great friend of mine. She's from Richmond, Virginia. Lexi Richardson. (laughs) Hi, ladies. I'm so excited to be your first guest. Yes. We're excited to have you on the show. So excited to have you. I really feel like this is my own personal version of the real. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, vibes. That's exactly what we want. Yes. Well, yes. Thank you so much for um, calling in. We know that you have a really good perspective for this show's topic. And I mean, it's just an honor to have you. So we're gonna have a lot of fun. You're gonna get to 
get mocha eyes. We gotta make a word, like a verb yeah. or something for that, so we can tell our, <laughs> our guests. Yeah, something. mocha ties. Like we gonna we gonna get you going. <laughs> so I guess we can. We've already introduced ourselves. I guess we can all kind of say our personal relationship status. Um, just kind of where you are in love, just so the audience gets to know you a little better. And I'll go first. <laughs> okay. okay. So. I am in a relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for over two years and we are actually long distance. So he stays in Texas and I stay here in Georgia. All right. Yeah. Well, I am married for those of you who didn't know. I've been married for two years. It'll be three years in August. It's wild because I'm like, wow, it's already almost been three years. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Okay. I'm 28 and I am happily single. Woo, woo. Yes, like, girl. Single, open to mingling, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not singleness right now. Feel it. We feel it. That's awesome. Yes, and sir. one of the reasons why we're so excited about this podcast specifically is because a lot of times you only get one perspective or the other. Um, mm-hmm. So you have, you know, a podcast exclusively talking about relationships or exclusively exclusively talking about singleness but it's rare that you ever get people in the same room who are coming from three different perspectives like Shawnee stating Lexi's single and I'm married so I think there's a lot to be taken away from and there's a lot to be said about um everybody learning from each other you know Uh everybody can learn from the different stages that other people are in so yeah facts facts and jackie i think you actually mentioned a really cool example that i thought was funny and relatable um kind of about like different church events and how like at the church you may have like a singles retreat or like married bible study but you it's sometimes kind of rare to get everybody together because we still can all learn from each other even though we aren't necessarily in the same you know season of love so I, I just think that it's going to be super cool to really just get different perspectives and and For sure break it down so I'm just kind of curious Jackie how did you meet your husband um I met my husband in college okay I met him through our mutual friend he introduced us um and it was just like a, a quick passing thing yeah so Chris was like Jackie, this is Beach. Beach, this is Jackie. We're like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. And never, like, you know, they went on their way and we right. never thought about one or the other again. And then when we returned that next semester, um, we were both on the choir and that's when we really got to know each other. Okay. Um, that's where we, like, started to become friends and, yeah. Nice, nice. So we met initially through a mutual friend and didn't think about each mm-hmm. other, you know, at all. Was it not love at first sight? It was not. <laughs> <laughs> on either on either end. It was not love at first sight at all. I was not looking to be in a relationship and I don't know if he was or not, but Lexi, if you were comfortable saying, can you kinda describe like how your last relationship went and maybe, you know, did it end on like mutual terms or anything like that? Just kinda give a a quick brief on how you got into your season that you're in right now? Yeah. Um, well, my last relationship was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was definitely a few years ago. And it really ended mutually. We were both kind of immature. We weren't looking for something serious. Yeah. It was more so just about fun and just having someone to do things with. Right. And, you know, all my other friends were kind of in relationships, so I wanted to be in a relationship <laughs> yeah. just for that moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we just kind of ended both mutually together. And I just feel like my mindset is just completely different now, like of what I want out of a relationship from that last experience. And so yeah. I'm so young and just kind of immature. Like now, I'm really not about just pointlessly dating, like just to have someone. Like right. I want to date with the intent of marriage. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's why I'm just currently single right now. <laughs> I'm not really looking for disguise that just want to have fun, that just want, like, a cuffing season boo. Yeah. Or like, that. like, I want marriage. 
right, right. No, that's that's dope. I think it's super important to just go into anything knowing like what you really want out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Communicating that because if you have somebody who doesn't necessarily want the same things you do, y'all can end it way before stuff gets started and exactly. be like, "That's fine. Yeah. Like you're yes. not the one for me. Whatever." So that's yes. that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. I'm a big fan of like not wasting each other's time. Yeah. 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 Right, from the beginning. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel that. Shani, what about you? How did you meet your significant other? Um, so we also met in college. He transferred to Jackson State via love. Woo woo. Shout out to my school. <laughs> <laughs> we he transferred actually the semester that I was graduating, because he's a year younger than me. And so we didn't really know each other until we went on an entrepreneurial conference that actually took us to Georgia. So like we met in Georgia, which is kind of oh, weird wow. now that yeah. I think about it. <laughs> and I think everybody was just doing their introductions or whatever. And you had to say a fun thing about yourself. And he was like, oh, well, I really enjoy like old school music. And whenever people say that, I'm like, okay, they usually mean like. Tupac and stuff like not that, <laughs> not that Tupac is it dope but like I'm really into old school music but he was like yeah you know like Marvin Gaye and like the Motown era and I said oh we're for real like <laughs> so I turned around I'm like oh, okay like he looks nice or whatever and so we were um <laughs> station just to like have fun and shop and stuff like that and so I just asked them like hey is anybody sitting here and we started talking on the bus (laughs) right you know I shot my shot (laughs) he don't want to say it he don't want to say it but I shot my shot first (laughs) so it's been it was history from there man so it was it was was pretty dope but music yeah that's it's my love like that's gonna get my attention every time like oh so so you also enjoy like the most out there gotcha okay so one thing i kind of noticed you know just scrolling on social media and just talking to friends and stuff like that is sometimes ladies just really feel like super bogged down about valentine's day because they don't have a boo and it's like i hate when people say that because it's like i don't want you to feel like that's just the end all be all like having a relationship right oh so i can post a picture so i can go on a date and get these flowers like not knowing that there's so much other things that could bring you happiness and you could be tying yourself to somebody who's super not even for you Mm. and causing just all this extra stress and stuff like that so like what are some things that you do when you come across like these lovey-dovey holidays and you know everybody's like either on one side like oh i love my bae or like the other side oh i hate valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) how do you like stay level and just making sure that you're still happy within yourself yeah for me i normally just take a break from social media yeah yeah valentine's day sometimes the week of valentine's just because I know that social media can be a comparison tool. Yes. And sometimes, you know, I can feel fine. I can feel happy. But then I get on social media and I'm just scrolling and scrolling and saying, Mm -hmm. oh, they're married. They're engaged. They have a baby. Dang, what am I doing? Like, at first I wasn't even thinking about that. But now that I see it, I'm feeling sad. So I think for me, just to stay in a positive mental state sometimes, I just have to take breaks from social media yeah that's absolutely that's a good strategy and it can i mean kind of like how you were saying it can be so deceptive you know yeah like yeah. everybody sees all the pretty stuff and the cute stuff right and like that not even knowing the history behind like, <laughs> right. maybe yeah. they fought in the car exactly y'all just got into an argument yeah. and then even on the you know on the reverse side it doesn't come down to just like not to say like cards or, and flowers or dinner and stuff like that is superficial on that day, but you know, a lot of people kind of coining that day to celebrate all of the trials and all of the mm-hmm. challenges and successes and things like that, you know, throughout their relationship that led up to, well, let's celebrate it now. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely a double edged sword. Yeah. That's, I've always thought that was 
suffocating even even when I was in a relationship because I mean like you said it's just like you you don't know what these people are going through and like uh-huh. social media in general is so like I'm gonna put my best foot forward at all times but it's like you don't even see the struggle and whatever else is going on behind it that got you to that one like photo op so right yes that just makes me think about when I see on social media people say oh relationship goals yes <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, yeah. seriously. <laughs> well, speaking of <laughs> relationship goals and like people in the media, I thought it'd be kind of cool to see if you guys had anyone or any couple or relationship that you kind of looked up to. Um, and it doesn't have to be a celebrity. It can be, you know, somebody in your family or one of your friends or something like that. But just somebody who you're like, you know, I really think, I know they don't have it all together, but I really think that they are progressing and that they're in the right stage and I, that's something that I aspire to do so uh, yeah for me I'd say I like to look at more people around me that I actually know like about their relationships yeah and that's been some of like my family or like friends of mine their parents like I kind of know some of their situation and know mm-hmm. some of the trials that they might have faced like sickness or losing people and feeling depressed and different emotions and things that they've had to go through with each other and I've just seen them display such godly love towards one another and being able to carry each other's burdens like through the different trials like I feel like that's when you really can see how genuinely you are loved from someone like kind of when you go through something or you've seen them go through something and how they've come out of it together and stronger right facts i would say um similarly to you lexi like different friends of mine you know whose parents have been together for years and just watching like their interaction like watching you know maybe somebody pulls out a chair i don't know just the little (laughs) things like the little things that you pick up on or the way that they speak to each other like with respect or um yeah a lot of mine has have been like different people that I've seen personally um, and like the way that they interact and I don't know like you can like like Shani was saying it may not have all been like rainbows and sunshine and glitter but you can tell like I don't know they maybe they went through some things but they were able to work through it yeah um, well I feel bad because I actually have a celebrity couple <laughs> everybody else fun. is like oh you're my best friends, like parents. Yeah, so <laughs> I I have a celebrity couple, um, and mine are the Obamas. And okay, I know that it's not you know like a lot of things they can't show because of like the position that they were in with the presidency and like after that and stuff like that. But I read her book and I kind of just got a, a deeper like insight into how their relationship even started and how they kind of went through the trials of like, they were long distance for a time because he was still in school back in I think DC or something and she was working in Chicago. Or then like when the presidency topic came up, like she didn't want him to do politics at all. Like she wanted to have a family wow. and stuff like that. And wow. so like just kind of reading about how they had that great communication like throughout all the the little bumps that like people wouldn't see i just think it's so cool specifically i love i i just love michelle like as a person i just wish we could be <laughs> friends and like i just think it's super dope how she didn't kind of fall into that typical like first lady role of oh you know i don't really have like any true cause I'm just kind of here like right. supporting my man like and there's nothing wrong with supporting your man but like she she made it a point to be like look this is what I'm passionate about and I don't want you to like overshadow like some of my projects yeah. and like you know take over stuff like that and he was supportive of that and I'm like that's dope because 
I feel like I'm super just like strong when it comes to certain goals that I have. And like, I want, you know, somebody just being like, oh yeah, we'll put that to the side, girl. Like, <laughs> yeah. And help me with my thing. So I, I that that's my people. I really love how they, they just seem to have like a really open communication line with each other. They always like, still try to do little cute corny stuff to like make <laughs> each other smile like i just think stuff like that's really cute so those are my people <laughs> yeah. auntie yeah. shell and uncle Barry. yes i just <laughs> love them so much <laughs> bro Sorry. so i mean we're sitting here we're talking about different couples and things like that you know that we admire or we look up to or aspire to be like or so with that being said what would your definition of love be? Heavy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just got a little deep. I'm sorry, y'all. I, just, I like it I just though. Dove right in. <laughs> I like it though. I think love is like an action of choice. Come on. <laughs> Get out my head. I don't. I don't think that you. You know, once you just say that you're in love and you have that feeling that it's just like smooth sailing, you don't have to put any more effort into that. I think that you know, after that honeymoon stage of whatever relationship that you're in, you know, like like you were saying, like so you're gonna have these issues where you have loss or like tragedy or like financial stressors or whatever. And you have to choose to like love your partner in the midst of that human being going through that terrible situation. You better preach. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I just, I just think that like humans are so dynamic beings, and you have to like as you're continually changing, you have to think about the fact that your partner is also continually changing. Exactly. And so you have to continue to choose to love that person, you know, and just have that you love them because of that core reason and because of that core bond that you guys have. So I I think it's a super like action word that a lot of people think it's just, oh okay, well I love you, love me, so haha. But no, like it's it's, yeah, it's a real lot work. of action and work behind it. So For sure. Yeah. That's a great definition. Oh, thanks, Maybe girl. Reconsider my. Definition. I know. Like, well, well then. Nah, man. <laughs> Maybe we can all attest to that. <laughs> That's so true that like it is a choice. Like you have to choose to love that person. I think that the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of love is how God is love, and mm-hmm. when I think of His love for us, I think of how it's full of grace and forgiveness yes. and sacrifice. And those are a lot of things that you need when you're loving another person, whether it's friendship, your parents, or someone more intimately. Like, you're going to need a whole lot of stuff in this pot to make it work. Right. It just takes just genuine care and deep affection for this person and just being able to work through them through their different stages, like you were saying, the different changes that we go through in life. Beautiful. I no, love that. Well, I don't even know what to say because, I mean, I, the two things that came to mind for me, Shawnee already hit on, which is choice. Love is a choice. You have to continually choose, like she said. I mean, Lexi was at my wedding and my whole vows were based off of love being a choice. Um, and you choosing to do life and go through life with this person like I choose you mm-hmm. um, and she also hit on the other one my broader definition of love overall whether it's a significant other whether it's with friends whether it's with family comes from God and like how sacrificial he is and how mm-hmm. unconditional his love is exactly. towards us and using that as an example and using it you know carrying that out daily yeah um, in my friend group, in my relationship with my family members, so y'all kind of both just stole, you know, all my thunder. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> I like how we all on the same page. To be honest, like, yeah. this is not planned. We didn't know each other's answers. Like, <laughs> I thought. I think that's pretty dope. Um, so I have a question for you, Lexi. <laughs> yes. So, have you ever been into? One of your friends who may have been in a relationship or married, kind of about like your situation and maybe 
you know, you're feeling a little bit frustrated and they give you this advice and you kind of just feel like, okay, well, first of all, you got a man. So like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know if I can receive that, that advice because I feel like it's a little bit of a different perspective. Like, have you ever just felt like kind of annoyed? Cause I know sometimes I feel kind of hesitant to like to give out, yeah, like to give out advice to my single friends. They just shut it down. I don't want you to be like, yeah, I don't want you to be married. Yeah, like no, but I'm like I'm trying to teach you about self worth and and uh, forget it. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, mind my business. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely have had those moments where it was like I didn't want to hear it because I was like you don't understand like I've been single way longer than you were mm. so I can tell me just be patient enjoy your life da, 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 da. like you booed up at night like what do you mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I've definitely had those moments and I think it was more so during times where I was very kind of upset with where I was but yeah. just feeling very alone mm-hmm. and I think that as I've just grown and matured I have been more open to what people in relationships or being married have to say because they do have a perspective like yes you might not have been single as long as I was or you're not in that right now but you did experience a season of singleness Mm -hmm. you had to be single before you were married exactly (laughs) and I think that it's good sometimes to take in some of that wisdom because Personally, for me, like, I've never been in a very serious relationship. Like, I've never been in love or anything like that. So I don't kind of know sometimes all of what comes with a relationship or with marriage. Like, a lot of my friends tell me how it's so much work to make it work. (laughs) And so I feel like I need, you know, I need to hear those things sometimes of, what they wish they would have done while they were single, how they yeah. wish they would have taken advantage of different opportunities. Right. And like, keep living, like, enjoy your life. Like, you will have this season of marriage, and it's going to be it's gonna be great, it's going to be fun, but it's also going to be a lot of work as well. So I think it's just interesting to hear both people's perspective. That's definitely... Man, you hit the nail on the head, because, right. like... Speak on that, Jackie. Man, <laughs> I'm like, every, not everybody, but a lot of people want to be married so bad. And I'm I'm trying to emphasize, but do you know, like, <laughs> y'all will be one. Like, y'all will be one. Like, you will be one. Like, yeah. And I, I didn't even fully understand that before I got married. Yeah. And, like, with my husband and I, you know, we're both super passionate about different things. And we're both... You know, we sometimes we have different pictures for the way that our lives should go, but we always have to come together and make sure we're on the same page. Like, is this going to interfere with our future? You know, you really have to sit down and be intentional about the way that our life is going to look together to, you know, Mm. together as one. Yeah. Like, I can't be over here doing my thing and he's over here doing his thing. Yeah. he run off and, and starts a project or makes an investment or right. something that right. is going to affect me without my say. Like, you, man. Yeah. And That's facts. It's wild. <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of people, I guess we're at the dating stage where everybody's like, okay, when I'm going to get that invite? And I'm like, girl, I'm about another three years. <laughs> like, I know I'm not ready for that like <laughs> mentality, like to think yeah. in a in an hour space. Like even though I love my boyfriend, like I just know, and I know he's probably not ready as well. Like right. you have to mm-hmm. literally like flip the entire way that you kind of think and operate. And mm-hmm. you know, like you say, when you have these projects and these passions and stuff like that, they may not align with what's best for That's your the key family. Word, align. So yeah. it's like. For the people who were just so itching, I'm, like you said, like, okay, step back, think about it. <laughs> like, you know, y'all single folks, y'all have a really great advantage of literally you can work on yourself to the best of your ability at all right. times. You don't you don't have to sit here and consult with yourself. Like, if yeah. you, there's something that you want to do, like, okay, you, you can, can do, do it. it. You want to move, yeah. you know, across exactly. the, the country to Cali or something for opportunity? Fine. Like, you don't have any sort of, I don't want to say baggage, but like any other person that like is tethered to you right, in yeah. any type of way. So like, I think that's great. It's <laughs> like, super important. Like that space in your life, 
just looking back, like, from being married and, like I said, always having, you know, us having to consult and make sure we're on the same page, like, that's the only time in your life, other than when you don't have kids, where you don't right. have to answer to, an- not, yeah. answer, not answer anybody in, like, a patronizing or a condescending right. way, but, yeah. like, you don't have to consult or ask, like, exactly. you can really just go and do it. Just do your own thing. So everybody should just really appreciate the season. Yeah, like it's pros and cons to every <laughs> place that you're yeah. in. It's, it's yeah. pros and cons to all of that. So do do you ladies have people in your lives that kind of support where you are in your relationship or, you know, in your single list? Or, Lexi, do you have people that's like, all right, when I'm going to get some grandkids? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely have some family. You know, when you go to the family reunion and they're like, oh, you have to sit here and do I this by it. this time and like yes. oh the closer you creep to this age all right you need to start getting you somebody like what yes. first of all ask me about my latest accomplishment <laughs> don't ask me <laughs> don't ask me about why i'm still single like that's bogus yes man I that question. yeah <laughs> Positivity, man. Like, I really now you see, I was like, she got to be on the show. Because, I mean, you know, when you just have, like, that single friend who is just, you know, really struggling and just going through that time where they really want somebody and, like, it's, it's just not that time for them. But it's hard to see when you're, like, lost in a sauce. And I just want to be like, girl, like, you're beautiful. Like, please just do do you. Like, yes. you have so, ma- so many years and so much time to, like, sit there and, and wonder and, and worry about a guy but like oh i just i love that positivity you know man cultivate right uh, like girl take advantage yeah. <laughs> shout out to your friends come. yeah yeah, yeah. Come where i do have times where it's like man i wish i could have someone like that's definitely a part of this just journey with mm-hmm. singleness um but i really do feel like i find my joy just like in the lord and really trying to grow and being content and where I'm at. I just like we're always looking towards the next season because once I get in a relationship, it's going to be like, when yep. you're engaged. Come on. Right. Seriously. Seriously. It's always something. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. What about you? Do you have people who support you being in a relationship or are they like, drop him and live your best life? <laughs> or do you have people like, all right, y'all need to get married? <laughs> um, I, I don't... I I just try to block out anybody trying to rush me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, because at the end of the day, that's gonna be me and the person that if we do rush and get married, that's gonna be our decision mm-hmm. and our like yes. consequences that we have to deal with when we weren't necessarily ready to take that next step. Exactly. So you know, I hear. Yes. Yeah. I just think about too with how just small these seasons will seem. Like once you go to the next thing, like say. You know, you're in a relationship and you're, you know, y'all are just in love, it's fun, whatever. But like once you get married, like that season where y'all were just 
in a relationship dating will seem so short. Exactly. Like, yes. really think about how long you're going to be married. For yes. life. For the rest yes. of your life. You can't go back. <laughs> ain't, no go, ain't no stopping this. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel about chill, like the kids. Yeah. Question. I'm like... Y'all want me to have a kid so you can love the pictures on Facebook. Right. So you can hold them for a couple minutes and get right. them back. But yes. ain't nobody going in on daycare. Ain't okay. no- Listen, <laughs> I, and I'm very clear about realizing just from the way that I call my mom and ask her a million questions still, almost being 30. Like, right. Like, parenthood does not stop at 18. Like, yes. It's forever. That's like, fast. It's forever, too. Yeah. Um, I would say, for the most part, people are supportive of my marriage and of me being married. Um, there are a couple little haters out there <laughs> who are like, why get married? Do you know the divorce rate? And Get out of here. Why get married? Like, it's just a piece of paper or what have you. So, I mean, there are some people out there who they mm-hmm. have their sentiments and their thoughts to- about marriage. But yeah. For yeah. the most part, people in my life are pretty supportive and... They want to see us succeed and they mm-hmm. want to see us happy. Yeah, yeah. well, that's good. Um, that's good. But yeah, it, it's wild how both of y'all brought up the rat race. Like, if you're single, when you get in a relationship, you get in a relationship. When you get married, you get married. When you gonna have a kid, you have a kid. <laughs> when you gonna give your kid a sibling? Like, right. Come on, man. Does it ever stop? <laughs> get out of my life. <laughs> so, with all of us being in different seasons, I thought it'd be pretty dope to talk about the most challenging thing about the season we're in and the most rewarding thing about the season we're in? Okay. Deep question. You know me. I always come with the... Yeah. come with the heavy so hitters. Quiet. so quiet and so serious. I'm like, all right, I ain't asking no more questions. Um, I guess I'd say for me with being single, sometimes the challenge is the unknown of it that you don't know, like, well, when will I get married? Like, you know, I definitely have a desire to have a family one day and have kids. And that's something that us as women have to think about. Like, oh, man, my eggs are getting older. Yeah. Um, so I think that that can be challenging, just the unknownness of it. Um, but that's where I have to just trust in the Lord, ultimately, that no matter at what age, he can provide anything. Right. He can provide a child. He can provide through adoption or whatever. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many different avenues. Like, it's never over. That's like, so true. Fact. You can find love at any age. So, it does not matter. It's not like, if I don't do it by 30, I'm done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess I'd say what's rewarding is just the freedom that I feel right now. Like, I just feel like the sky is the limit. I feel like I can really do anything that I put my mind to, like, say I work from home, so mm-hmm. I feel like, if I want to move, I can move and just live life in a whole different area if I want to, and I yeah. don't have to check in with anybody, like, I just have the freedom of where I want to go with life, and mm-hmm. who I want to be, and I've, I've gotten to discover who I want to be as a young woman of God, and yeah, just mature on my own, kind of without someone else this viewpoint of like who I should be right um, okay so yeah those are just things that I feel have been rewarding in this journey mm, okay that was a good one I like yeah. no, I like that <laughs> that's so awesome um I would say my biggest challenge being in a relationship is kind of finding the balance between like making sure that we both work on ourselves as individuals because this is kind of the time for us to do that to you know grow ourselves professionally and you know just mature and things like that but also making sure that we balance growing the relationship because I I just feel like sometimes it's like limbo because it's like well we're not married so like we can't put those pressures on as if we were married and as if to say, oh, well, you know, you can't do this without having to think about me. But at the same time, mm-hmm. we know that we want to get married. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, eventually we're going to have to start crossing that that finish line. So yeah. it's, it's just it's kind of a balance between like, OK, well, what do you think is the best option for you and the best option for me? Is there any way that we can kind of make that sort of align together? He's starting his career I'm getting into the thick of mine. Like, I don't want you to feel like 
you have to stop what you're doing mm. for someone who you haven't made that commitment to God to. Like that that's too much pressure. And I wouldn't want you to, to think the same of me. So I say that's probably my biggest challenge. Um, I express myself a lot and I like to, you know, talk about feelings and kind of the why. And it's really good to have somebody who I know I can like fully express myself to. Um, he's kind of that same way. So I, I like the back and forth between us and, you know, just not like running into a wall, like emotionally with somebody. And mm. that's probably my yes. reward. Okay. <laughs> my biggest challenge um, and it's something that I kind of spoke on earlier is realizing that all the sacrifice that comes with marriage and, you know, having to compromise. Um, and it's so funny because, woo, before I got married, I thought I was a very, very good at compromise and a very sacrificial person. Thanks. And then I get in marriage and I'm like, whoa. Hold on. Wow. Like I, I clearly did not know myself. And that's another challenge that comes with marriages. I learned so much about myself. Like all of the not so great things about myself. Because you have someone who's bouncing off of you that's like reflective. So he's holding up a mirror. And that for the first time I'm seeing everything. Ooh, you know that yes. I de- that I necessarily didn't know about myself, yeah. like not being yeah. selfish or as compromising as I thought I could be. So that's definitely the biggest challenge. The biggest reward, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest reward is definitely having that friendship and that companionship. So there was a season that I went through of like unemployment and underemployment, and I was really depressed. Like I was under a really dark cloud and. For him to be by my side and encouraging me and pushing me and helping me work on my resume and my yeah. cover letter and stuff like that. And even like praying for me, mm. uh, so praying me out of that dark space and, you know, constantly just speaking words of encouragement, affirmations and things like that. I'm like, sometimes I don't even know where I would be right now if he wasn't interceding in that way. Here. That's so um, sweet. <laughs> That that's definitely the biggest reward. Mm, I love that. It's yes. having somebody just like fighting in the trenches with you, like I yeah. got you. Yeah. <laughs> well, as y'all can see, like no matter where you kind of are in your relationship stage, like there's always gonna be good things and and things that are a challenge. And I mean, I think that just speaks to how you just should be content where you are and like embrace where you are and take the the super big positives of where you are in your season and like run with it and try to like stay away from like the the negativity of the bad parts or the challenges because i mean right. everybody every, literally everybody's gonna have a pro and con no matter what you have going on you're definitely right as far as just embracing like the great things about where you are because yeah we got single people out here wanting to be married married people <laughs> regretting and wanting to be single <laughs> and trying to go backwards but, for um, real <laughs> this, that specifically made me think about this one time where i remember i was really down about valentine's day yeah and i was actually studying abroad with my best friend in spain sevilla for a semester and um we were there like during valentine's and i remember i was going to class and i was like looking at social media and i was just seeing everybody post about their lovers and everything Mm -hmm. and it was starting to make me feel sad and so meanwhile you in spain right (laughs) i'm like girl i wish i could (laughs) what Mm, right. I was 
allowing myself to be sad because I didn't have something else. When, like, so many people would love that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I just remember going out to dinner, and we we went and set out on this little lake area that's, like, in the middle of the town, and we just were talking about things that we were thankful for. It's funny that you said that, um, talking about like how so many people wish they had the, the Spain opportunity because it's probably a lot of folks who wanted to do that, but they was in a relationship yeah. or was married and they wouldn't have been able, you know what I mean? Like the relationship, swing it, yeah, right? wouldn't have been able to handle it. So it's like, bro, like, oh, wait, yeah. I gotta pause. We gotta speak to the people who could have had the opportunity to go to Spain, but they're they <laughs> want to get held back because they're busy over here chasing some bull or whoever that don't even like yes. care about them. And Sis, they go to Spain, place. girl. Go to Spain, Sis, please go to Spain. Hashtag go to Spain. <laughs> For real. Oh man, that's amazing. I blame everything on the media. <laughs> My yeah, viewers probably like she blame everything, and my <laughs> listeners kind of like she blame everything on the media. But like that's the perception that media gives you. They yeah. think it's just about couples, but like if Valentine's Day is about love, you can truly celebrate anybody and you know everybody in your life who you love. You know, Facts. I like to you know think about my nephews and stuff yeah. on Valentine's Day. Get yeah, them, like candy and a card or like a little game or Aww, something. Exactly. So that's Valentine's so Day is not just exclusive to couples. Yes, preach that. <laughs> but if you're in a relationship, you better do something for yourself. Right? Don't get in trouble now. <laughs> we're not trying to get y'all in trouble. <laughs> okay, y'all. So I was wondering, how do you balance friendship while like being in a relationship or being married? Because that's kind of actually like a fear of mine. That if my friends get in a relationship before me, that I'm just gonna be lonely out here. Like they're just gonna cut me off and just be with their boo all day. Like, mm. do you feel like you still see the value in friendship while you have your significant other? Oh, absolutely, Ooh, child. Coming from a married, okay, I need to clear the air. Okay, let me set the record straight. <laughs> People think just because you're married, you want to spend twenty four seven, three sixty five around the clock with your significant other, and vice versa. And yes, there are times that, you know, you want to make sure you dedicate to spending time with your significant other together. But it's funny because when we first moved to Georgia, nobody invited Beach and I anywhere. And we're like, um, I mean, we're not likable people or something. We're over here. Like, we want to go out the door and stuff too. Like... But they were just under the assumption that, oh, because you guys are married, you just want to spend all of your time together. Um, So we're very intentional about making sure we have quality time with each other. We have our alone time. You know, I give him space to be by himself and and things like that. And he gives me space to be by myself. Um, We're very intentional about spending time together with people, like the both of us in group settings. Mm -hmm. And then we also make sure we have time with our friends. Yeah. Um, Like last year... I went on a trip to Virginia for the weekend and like my family and stuff was freaking out. They're like, what? You're going away for the weekend? Like you're going away with your friends? Like what about Beach? And I'm like, what about him? he's fine. Like we discussed this. It's okay. Like he yeah. knows the importance of me spending time with my friends and, you know, quality time. And he's planning a guy's trip, you know, coming up, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> not all the guys are great influences, but <laughs> not all of the guys going on the trip are great influences. That's another reason why I have a reservation, but it's not I have reservations about him leaving me or yeah, and friends. So we have I I think we have a pretty fair balance. It is definitely something we have to work at mm-hmm. and be intentional with, but I'd like to think we have fair balance. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I still have sleepovers. Yeah, yeah. no, nope. my friends and everything. Yeah. Just stop. That's 
feel like most of the time I've heard from, say, older people, like my parents or things like that, they make you feel like, um, you ain't gonna be hanging out with your friends once you have a family. You might as well enjoy it now. And I'm like, no, but we're still gonna go on girls' trips. <laughs> right. Like, are mutual friends with him so yeah. oh that's good i'm a girl's girl through and through so <laughs> <laughs> i can answer that so i have two guys specifically who come to mind one of them we've known each other since ninth grade and then i also have a guy who i met in college who i kind of consider like the big brother that i never had and so i know probably going into it like i mean of course we don't do anything sexual or like something that get me in trouble but like going into a, a new relationship like you have to be very like transparent about kind of like hey this is you know my brother and like he's not my real brother but I call him that and bring him around like I make sure that I bring him around like those two guys because they are important in my life and I want him to see our interactions so you can be like, all right, yeah, I, I would get a vibe if it was something fishy going on and right. you know, you can like tell it's not. And so, yeah, like, so I think you just got to be transparent about it and be, you know, mature and hold yourself accountable. Like you shouldn't be, they shouldn't be calling and texting you at three in the morning or whatever, like no shady yeah, stuff like right. that. But if that's your real friend, they would also respect your relationship and be like, Come on. you yeah, know. That's, 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 that's great. Yeah, it sounds like it's all about communication. Mm, yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. I'm sorry, I had no advice for you. No, this it's one. okay. I mean, I think it's, I feel like it's always kind of harder well, maybe it's just me, but like <laughs> for the girl, like and the guy has that's the opposite. True. Well, that's true because um, I'm always like, oh, okay. My <laughs> husband, he's very comfortable around women, and I wasn't always comfortable with that. But you know, he has four sisters and a mom, so yeah, yeah. And I mean, I side-eyed it you know at first like wow these girls you know, they're like you're so nice you're so funny da, da, da. and I'm like y'all can back up he ain't that funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a toughie though I, I will say that <laughs> all right so I got one more question I think it'd be pretty fun so in a relationship in general what is a deal breaker for you and what is a deal maker for you hmm. i like that <laughs> deal breaker deal breaker um i would say a deal breaker for me is if i feel like i can't trust you mm -hmm. like if you're not really good with just like communication you're not very open to me about what's going on or Say, so like, you know, just how like you were talking about with friendship, with the opposite sex, like, just be open about it. Like, I really feel like trust is such a huge thing for me. Yes. And so if I just, I don't know, if I feel like I see you always being flirty or whatever <laughs> and things with girls, or I don't know, like, if I just, you, I feel like you just have a gut feeling. Oh, yeah. Them. Yes. Ooh, people. please. Yeah. Let's see your instinct. <laughs> intuition. Um, so that's really a big deal breaker for me if I just feel like I can't trust you yeah yeah and something that what's the other word deal, <laughs> deal maker deal maker a deal maker is someone that is just so like in love with God and mm -hmm. they want to lead our relationship like how Christ loves the church like, yes they value, you know, us spending time together spiritually and we honor each other's like boundaries and things like that, yeah. like for purity and stuff. And like, that's so attractive to me. Like if a guy like really just loves Jesus and like, you know, I love <laughs> yeah. Jesus with you. Right. <laughs> Which is very hard to find out here in this world. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's a one in a million, but the 
Oh, definitely. <laughs> he gonna get you somebody, girl. For sure. I like that. Who about you, Jack? Deal breaker. I think we kind of talked about it because I'm, like I said, I'm a girl's girl and I love mm-hmm. friends and things like that. So if Beach was not, if he was always trying to keep me locked up somewhere, like, <laughs> away from my friends or family yeah. or something like that, yeah, that's, true. that's a red flag mm-hmm. that I would know right off rip, like, this ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to end this thing right here if you're not going to let me have no time outside of me and you. That's definitely deal breaker, deal maker. Dillmaker is kind of going off of what Lexi was saying as far as like a man of God. But for me, I need encouragement. Like if I'm in a rough spot or if I'm in a tough place, like Mm -hmm. man, encouragement, encouragement, Uh encouragement. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm also an encourager. So if I'm constantly pouring, pouring, pouring Mm -hmm. and like nothing, I'm not being filled up. I'm not receiving anything back. Like. That, that wouldn't work. So Fast. deal maker is definitely someone who's encouraging, who has a positive outlook on things, mm-hmm. who's creative, yeah. who's open um, to new experiences and and new things. So that's a deal maker. Nice. Well, once again, I feel like they're going to think that we just planned this. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> going to have similar answers. <laughs> I swear we didn't know each other's answers we before this. We did not know but I, for my deal breaker, I would also have to piggyback on what Lexi said. And it's it kind of just like being shady because I also put a lot of like emphasis on trust. And I think that once trust is broken, that's like one of the hardest things for me to like bounce back from. Like so yeah, no, for real. Like you, you it's, put it back. it's it's really not going to be the same. And so just kind of like you said, like. Having somebody who doesn't, like, make my intuition alarm go off is... Or if they do, sorry, because it's a deal break. If they do make my intuition alarm go off, like, that's a red flag. Like, that's somebody... Maybe the old Chinese would, like, waste her time with. But now I'm just like, uh-uh. Nobody got time. <laughs> yeah, we ain't, we ain't doing this no more. Um, um, a deal maker is kind of like what Jackie and Lexi were saying, but it's basically, I I really enjoy a leader. Um, and I enjoy somebody who grabbing my hand when we go to dinner and praying for us over our meal. Like, yes. you know, leading, see, I want, I want to see that you can lead our family and our mm. household because that's something that I inspire to, Come I aspire to. And I think that being a leader has a lot of great qualities. Like you, you do love God and you're patient and you're humble and you're, you're driven. And so all of that like kind of encompasses like something that I am, you know, super just into. So, I mean, y'all heard three different perspectives today, you know, from mm-hmm. someone who's in a season of singleness, someone who's married, someone who's in a relationship. And mm-hmm. I think it's really just important to be content and embrace where you are and all that comes with it because life is ever changing. You're Facts. constantly going to be going through one season or the other. Um, so the mocha message for today <laughs> is be content with what you have. Um, rejoice in the way things are. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, just, just be content, man. Contentment is, is huge. And it's a huge part of you being happy instead of just always looking over you know your shoulder for the next like okay what's the next thing and like what's the next thing Ooh, that's like, a whole episode topic it's a whole episode topic <laughs> we're gonna get to it y'all i'm telling you i'm telling you they all tie in but yeah just when you if you realize that there's nothing lacking in you especially for my single girls who you know they have those frustrations there's nothing lacking within you come on and there's no other person besides God that's gonna make you feel whole. Come on. So (laughs) be content in where you are. Do not let stuff like that get you down for long. You know, you can have a a quick little pity party for Valentine's Day if you if you're still on social media, grab some ice cream, go out with your girls, get some drinks, (laughs) and then move on. Like we're on to the next thing. So yeah, just I love that. I love that. 
All right, Lexi, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Hey, You've been yes. such a great guest today. Thanks, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Lexi, L-E-X-Y underscore smiles, ending with a Z. And yeah, I think I've officially been Mokatized. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's <laughs> keep in that. Mokatized. I love it. <laughs> Shout out just, just for any of the fellas listening out there. She is from Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Just, just throwing that out there. So if you're in her city. Come correct. Don't be wasting time. Don't be shady. Make sure you're a man of God. You are right. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. All right, y'all. We will catch y'all in another episode.